Hey, what's up? This is Todd. And before we start today's show, I just want to let everybody know that this week, in addition to getting some great shows over here at FarOutPodcast.com, uh, me, Mr. Todd Perry, am guesting on two shows over at Low Budget FM, LowBudgetFM.com. So uh, check those out this week. You'll enjoy it. I had a nice little reunion uh, with uh, John Sowen and Mark Chambers. First time since I did a show with John and Mark simultaneously for about a year and a half. So hope you guys dig it. And now, here's this. When, when you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players. You have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. <laughs> Time to get far out with Todd Perry. Todd Perry is right. a horrible fucking human being. Right. And Buck Perez is a dildo. And Buck Perez. And why do you assume it'd be a threesome with two guys? It'd be fucked up for me. I mean, what's <laughs> going on here? And from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, Kira Hessel. My mom wrote a great play when I was younger, and uh, it was about uh, the ghost of Elvis coming to visit a um, lonely woman on Christmas Eve. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. Welcome back. My name is Todd Perry. To the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Doing great, Buck. And to the left of me, once again, coming back for more shows. Uh, You know her. You love her. She was requested even... After she was gone, people commented on the site, where's Kira? Um, here she is, Kira Hesser. Hello, everybody. Honored to be back. Oh, it's nice having you back, Kira. Oh, thanks. It's always good. You always bring a little bit of sunshine into the studio. A little feminine energy. And without further ado, it's time for a Far Out shout out. Ooh. This is a Far Out shout out. Yeah. This is to the chip buck. Yo, this is a shout-out for B3N84 for giving us a nice iTunes review. Show your bit. Party and bullshit, party and bullshit. Oh, yeah. That was a shout-out, bitches. To get up in this, email us at shout-out at faroutpodcast.com. Once again, that was B3N84's is a handle on the iTunes. And Buck, hmm. Buck, we went to do the shout out, and you you weren't you weren't on board with this. No, wasn't feeling it. Why? Was, uh, Usually, you do all the shout outs. Yes, What's, I do, but this one in particular just rubbed me the wrong way. How? Didn't, Why? Didn't like. Uh, well, he did mention you, Kira. Did mention uh, a rival, not rival show, but not low budget, low budget. Yeah, yeah, well, the guy in his iTunes review, he wrote that he was a former low-budget FM listener yeah. who came to the Far Out podcast because he was like, all right, Todd was on low-budget FM, and uh, he listened for a while. Almost unsus- unsubscribed. Almost unsubscribed. The threat, like yeah. threatened us, yes. And then realized that our show was actually pretty goddamn good, so he stuck with it. Now, he eagerly awaits downloading every show, and he, you know, 
Uh, and he I, neglected to mention me. No. Which is why I'm pissed. Yes. He, he said he loves the, the, the turn the show has taken with Kira being on the show. And I did not mention Buck, so. Oh, thanks, B3PTO. B3 and 84. We thank you for your great iTunes review. And Buck, maybe this is a a call to arms for you, Buck. Yeah, Yeah, step it up, man. Looking in the mirror right now. You got a lot of work to do. The internet doesn't lie. (laughs) It does all the time. But you didn't, (laughs) BC3TPO. We love you, and thank you for listening to the show. Yeah, thanks. All right, so, uh, buddy of mine. Anybody out here, uh, Buck, Kira, you guys are both uh, single. I'm a married man, but you guys are both single, so uh, everybody... Um, Rub it in. Well, no, you know, people can go out, and if they want to date with Kira Hesser, they can hit her <laughs> up on Twitter. They can hit up Buck on Twitter. That's the best way to flirt with hit me. Hit me up. At Buck Perez, at Kira Hesser. That's right. Um, you know, use the internet to your uh, advantage. Gets, at least get some sexing off our listeners, I figure. I, I feel that our listeners want to have sex with both of you. Um, possibly simul- maybe you guys wow. could where sell- are you intuiting this from <laughs> yeah, <wow. laughs> maybe you could sell a package where like you can have a threesome with Buck is yeah, some- for a lot of money though I'm is, not- it- is there some listener mail I don't know about yeah can we shit? hear that mail I want to <laughs> hear that mail uh, listener are there some in- dick pics yeah, mailed exactly. in at C.O. Kira South Dakota it says I'd like to have a threesome with Buck and Kira that would be funny Todd you couldn't come you're married I know I know I just watch and I have to pay oh that'd be allowed have you discussed that kind of thing? I don't know. I think I no. And why I, do you assume it'd be a threesome with two guys? That'd be <laughs> fucked up for me. I mean, what's going on here? Well, other way it'd be fucked up for me. So yeah, what's going well. on there? <laughs> Someone's got to get the short edge. Yes. Sorry. But you know, if you guys do want to set that up, you know, be, be, help help everybody out. You know, we don't ask for money. This is an imaginary letter about <laughs> yeah, a threesome, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Unfortunately. Okay. But uh, so a buddy of mine is on OKCupid.com. Which is pretty which cool. Is, yeah, which is, it's a big time internet free dating site. And no. I know lots of guys. Have you ever been on that site, Kira? You know? Mm-hmm. Brief yeah. interlude with it. Yeah. Have you, have mm-hmm. you had any positive experiences from it? Um, yeah, there were some nice things that happened from it. But, um, you know, then it was, you know, nothing, nothing, I didn't know, nothing long term or whatever. Nothing that came of it, but yeah, nothing yeah, that came of it. But but you know what? It's funny. I saw a lot of people I know. A lot of people I know are on that. Yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of a weird thing. Yeah, very weird, especially for only having lived in LA for two and a half years. But I saw like a lot of guys I know on there, which is very strange. Guys or girls? But it made me feel better. Mostly well, you guys. can't. Look, I don't know if you can look through girls, but I didn't. So just mm. guys. Mm. Mm. Well, a buddy of mine was looking through women, and he he, he has pretty good luck off of OK Cupid. So he's going through, and he sees this cute. Redhead, red, red, red-headed girl, which kind of makes sense in the last 10 shows we've been doing a lot of hot redhead talk on the show. I love redheads. Oh, God bless. <laughs> and uh, Soul Ginger. No, it was... Uh, <laughs> you are? No, no, oh. no. You missed that show. We oh. talked about the Soul Gingers. Sorry. Black people with red hair. Oh, wow. Soul Ginger. That's a thing? Yeah. Well, we made it up on this show. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So what so happens it's is... not a thing. <laughs> This guy meets a it's a a, a, a a white chick with red hair, and, and he showed me the profile. And she seemed pretty cute, so he goes clicking through her photos, and one of the photos has her with a dude, and so you know just some friends doing like a group shot, right? Yeah. And in the group shot, the girl has her hand around a man who has a shirt on of a band called Screwdriver, hmm. and he's so noted because he's a fan of punk rock, in which I am too. And he sent me this. He goes, oh, my God, this girl and her, her photo is 
nuzzling up to a guy with a screwdriver shirt and screwdriver is a Nazi punk band. They're racist, yeah. That's yeah. all that's all what comes to mind with that band is it? Hmm. Like racist punk rock shit. Yeah, they're one of the biggest racist yeah. punk bands, like Nazi punks. Really? Yeah. What if she had no idea? Well, he emailed. I wouldn't have known that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you'd know if you were hanging out with a guy into Nazi punk. Maybe. Maybe he was good at hiding it. <laughs> he hid his racism. You're kind of apologizing for hanging Nazis out with Nazis are good at hiding their racism, yeah. Todd. This isn't like a Jesse James type thing. Like, you didn't have like the fucking pretend Hitler stash going on doing the salute, you know? It's not that bad. So, but, he, so I'm but, curious. Carry yeah, on. Yeah, he does he listen to, to Nazi music on the rig and yeah. wears a shirt of it. What does Nazi music sound like? Well, it's like the funny thing is, well, uh, let me tell the anthemic? story. Okay. Yes, definitely anthemic. <laughs> yes. And it's not quite Freddie Mercury, but yes. It's, it's like old 77 style punk, but yeah. with like racist lyrics. And, and so the guy, my buddy, emails the girl and goes, by the way, did you realize that you're nuzzling up to a guy with a Nazi punk band? shirt on so the girl responds with an email which she emailed me the link to it and everything and she goes um sorry but that's a shirt from the band's first album before they were a nazi punk band what yeah <laughs> and so he was like dude how the fuck do i respond to that you right? don't well does he still want to go out with her no he doesn't want to go out with uh. her but he wants to now she came Delph. back with the word like maybe just don't respond to that one yeah yeah but she defended it which makes it 20 times worse so i right. I, I i told him i said you should respond with with something that says oh yeah i have a shirt i wear of hitler but it's when he was a painter <laughs> like it was before the whole yeah. like mind when he was just thing. a mediocre artist before he was an author and pr- political prisoner <laughs> and massacre of millions I was into that Nazi punk guy way before he was a Nazi punk guy. Right, yeah. that's the most like hipster, the hipster response. racist. <laughs> the hipster racist. I was like, we at that point where like racism is now ironic. Yeah. Mm. And so I listened to Screwdriver, and the funny thing is, it was like this. <laughs> like the funny thing is, it was okay. Two parts of my brain were fighting here because it was like the '77 style, like Clash punk, right? And it, it's actually musically, it sounds decent. It's melodic. <laughs> it's catchy. It's a war crime. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> and and then the, the, but the lyrics are like N word, N word, N word, oh, N word. And I was like, this is the worst music of all time. But I just wanted to know to yeah, have some yeah. context. So don't listen to screwdriver people. I had already told myself to go home and Google that so I can see what that would possibly sound like. Yeah, Please don't. No, I'm afraid. So okay, so so what happened to that? So uh, she never responded, and uh. it's just gone out in the ether. If there's an update on the story, I will give it, but. The fact is, like, she defended the right that she's hanging out with. Like, she should be like, oh, my God, I had no idea. Right. But maybe if he was really, a, maybe he, if she was attracted to him, maybe she'd be like, oh, I had no idea. Right. Right. Maybe like, right. Oh, let's go out. Let's go go out to Fred 62. Right. Well, maybe she already knew they didn't have enough racism in common. So she, yeah. she had nothing to lose. <laughs> she goes, well, this is going to be an awkward first date then if yeah. I'm kind of into racist skin punk. Yep. And, you yep. know. Well, I have a similar story to this, unless there's more to this. Oh, pl- continue. Okay. Yeah, Kira, there's um, no more. So, <laughs> do you say there's no more? There's no more to this. There's nothing left to say. Um, I had a friend, Not this isn't about anything racist, but about uh, oh. internet retribution, if you will. Oh. Um, a, friend of a, a friend of mine worked at a restaurant that um, was notorious for having its management fire people based on bad Yelp reviews. Okay. So, um, my friend's you know best work coworker whatever best friend at work got fired because she uh, had this big group of women come in and um, they had like a basically they had the whole meal for free because they had some 
you know, whatever it was, some promotion deal, and they didn't tip her at all. Mm. And uh, and they were just awful to her the entire night. And, you know, she dealt with it. She's like one of their longest, she had worked there from the beginning, you know, one of their longest time servers. Um, great, whatever, what is, you know, the top server at their restaurant. Anyway, she gets this bad Yelp review. This woman gets on Yelp and is like, um, server, you know, not only says her server number, but her name. You oh. know, it doesn't say like, we had bad service at this restaurant. It sucked and the food was bad. But says, you know, I'm not going to say her name, but like, you know, Sarah, server number one, two, three, four was just awful she did this and this and this and this and i mean i can't even handle it and plus the food wasn't even that good and blah blah well she gets fired because of this so i hear about this and this makes me absolutely livid that yeah, some yeah, you know fuck face in the world can then get online and make some charge and not just make it a vague you know um, anonymous claim but you know specifically point out who that was obviously hoping to get that person fired right. there's mm-hmm. no other reason and why because she had mediocre service at a shitty restaurant right. I mean, this is not like, you know, a Hatfields type situation. Okay, so she... Um, Hatfields. One of the top restaurants in LA. It's like oh. one of the most expensive, nicest places. Never been invited. Uh, that's, why, <laughs> that's why we don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, it ain't no, you know, in and out. Um, so she... Uh, so I get really mad about this, and so I make a Yelp account, and I get online, and I message this woman, and I said, you need to know that because of your shitty Yelp review, this girl is now out of a job and has no income and uh, is going to be penniless soon because you ha- felt the need to get online and what? Complain? Like yeah. you don't have any friends? Do you have no friends that you can complain to? Do you think this is your Wall Street Journal reviewer? No. Talk to your friends about this. This is not the forum. And she writes back and she writes back and gives an excuse about it. Wow. Yeah. And she was like, you know what? Yelp is for honest reviews and that's what I was doing. I was just giving an honest (laughs) review. Now, did you check her other reviews to see if the person who left this review was a a habitual (sighs) negative reviewer? I feel like I would have. I think she only had like one or two. It's like a Yelp troll. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just a Yelp troll. Some fucking heinous bitch. Um, So... (laughs) So she writes back and excuses herself, you know? And so I was like, oh, hell no. So I wrote back and I was like, listen, uh, no, you're the only one, if you look on this restaurant site, you're literally the only one to have named the server. Plenty of people, yes, gave this restaurant a bad review, as they should. And maybe the servers, you know, had bad reviews, but no one was named. And, um, you know, kind of went off on her. And then she took her review down and uh, and, uh, canceled her account after that. So, nice. so, did that, so that you, felt good. You did internet justice. I did internet justice. I felt so angry. I, somebody needed to give her justice. Yeah. I mean, it's not like it got her job back or anything, but you can't do that. You can't just like go on, you know, it's like if you listen to this and you hated one of us, don't go online and say that. Keep oh, it to yourself. Well, oh. Welcome to the world of podcasting. I know. I'm sure people say, what yeah. did they say? Oh I, no, know, Todd, what happened? No, Please I've talk had... Shit. <laughs> Please talk shit. I, I actually I've been lucky. Like I've been a part of mostly shit that people were into, hopefully, and I have not taken it back. I've had a couple people write stuff on message boards that was like ill informed about people who wrote things about me in my life that were incorrect and they just kinda took things from the show and kind of extrapolated whatever. And I, I've had that or I've had a couple people that say they didn't like what we do. But I've had much more like my my experience has been pretty much 95% cool like people haven't really hated on me maybe maybe they don't like the show or whatever but like they're like eh, not my cup of tea but yeah it's not like specifically hatred towards you it's not like Todd Perry is right. a horrible fucking human being right. and Buck Perez is a dildo and you a know dildo yeah 
Yeah. I'm going to call you. That's your Exactly. Whatever. What the fuck? <laughs> What's your nickname? The dildo? Did that happen in one of the uh, letters? Was that what it was? No, no. B2C3PO, what have you been saying? Yeah, what, what are, we've, yeah. we've never, we've only had, uh, on, on iTunes, we have like a two four-star reviews and the rest are five-stars. So we've, we've, we've got a good, yeah. good mojo. Uh, we have good, we have good karma. Visit us at http backslash backslash colon www.faroutpodcast.com. See videos, pictures, read about the cast, join Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and share your show comments. That's faroutpodcast.com. We here at Pfizer proudly introduce our newest innovation, Viagra Solo. Just because you're not getting lucky, doesn't mean you shouldn't get off. Uh, everybody knows right now, I guess, all over the news, all over the news, it's everywhere, it's everywhere. Um, one of the heroes of the show, I'd say, somebody who's had a big impact on what we do yeah. as a show and somebody we reference quite frequently, a um, gentleman named Michael Jackson, like the uh, Conrad Murray trials going on right now for the guy who... It's everywhere. Yeah, allegedly, you know, doped him up with propofol and, you I'm know... on the jury. Yeah. Oh, yeah? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, there's a lot of talk about Michael, and I figured it would be nice to, at this point, post Michael Jackson's death. I'm surprised you haven't done Michael Jackson impression up to this point. I, usually it's... Well, I don't do one, Buck. Have you ever heard me do a Michael Jackson? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never in my life, no. I do a lot of impressions, no. but I don't know a Michael Jackson one either. character. Hold on. It's built it up. I, oh, I, oh, it is will, happening. He, yeah, he will be doing oh. it by the end. <laughs> he will be doing it by the end of the segment. All right, go ahead. Have you seen my childhood? <laughs> it didn't take long. All right, here we go. Go uh, ahead. This is it. I was, I was, I, His I, eyes are all closed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm channeling my inner Michael. That's, that's what's going on. I love Michael. <laughs> I do. I love Michael. Did you see Beat This? What's that? Uh, maybe that's not what it was called. Nope, that's the name of the English Beat album. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean the Michael Jackson uh, documentary yeah. or whatever that happened. This post- is it. This. That's, is this it. is it. That's, that's what I meant. That's, that's totally different. <laughs> beat This, This is It, whatever. I think that's what Michael has said many times to people. <laughs> Beat this. <laughs> the thing that's disturbing is uh, Michael's tapes where he's all drugged down and he's all talking to some camera. Have you seen those? Yeah, right? I haven't those seen are those. sad. I was gonna sad. play them on the show, but I figured by the time mm. this aired, that everybody would have heard Stated. them. Yeah, but it's basically uh, Michael. Someone send them to me. Yeah. I'm yeah. behind. Michael sounds like Maya Angelou right. after like 940s. <laughs> and like some his, tranquilizer talks. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. They it's, they recorded him. It's in, was indecipherable. this at the end of his life? Yeah. They recorded him really pilled out and stuff. Like the doctor recorded him. Somebody recorded him and he's like, I'm going to do it for the children. <laughs> and I'm going to make help a million children. This is probably the best Michael Jackson impression I've ever heard of. Well, it was, it was, he sounds he's low pilled and out. pilled yeah, out. He's pilled like, out. Really pilled out. Mm-hmm. Like he's like on the propofol bed. Yeah. Greatest piece of relaxation whatsoever. I would like to get an Asian massage with some propofol at a certain point. I think... Uh, wow. Little rub and tug. You're looking forward to this? Yeah. <laughs> Get a little propofol in there. I'd like to take propofol now. Like I've taken every drug known to man. I'd like to mm, maybe I want do all a, his pills. I want what put him out. Yeah. Give me his, give me Anna Nicole Smith's. 
Yeah. Whatever. So we have a list here. I've uh, compiled some stuff just so we can go through some of the recent post-death Michael Jackson conspiracies. So Kira has a list here. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Allegedly. And so I I just, some of the the top ones, so we can maybe go over them and decide, you know, real real or false or just give our opinions on it. So uh, Kira, let's hear it. Should I say who they're from too? Yeah. Okay. Uh, So the first one is from Perez Hilton. Notable source. Mm-hmm. Highly respected. Michael Jackson will be buried this week without his brain. Mm. As his family tries to finalize details for the King of Pop's funeral on Tuesday, mm. they have been told it will be held back for tests. They face the grim choice of waiting up to three weeks for Jackson's brain to be returned to them, or go ahead and bury him without it, which they've decided to do. Los Angeles coroner's spokesman Craig Harvey confirmed that neuropathology tests will be carried out to see if it holds any clues to the exact cause of his death. But the examination cannot begin until at least two weeks after the death, when the brain has hardened sufficiently to slice it open. So beat it. <laughs> so people are actually, they're, they're taking apart the King of Pop's brain. Like, that's yeah. kind of badass. Like that's, Why are they doing this now all of a sudden? This is an older news story. Oh. <laughs> I, I think that, uh, you know, the King of Pop's brain is something that maybe should be put in the Smithsonian or, like, you know, it's definitely something that should be studied. Like, I love the idea that, like, there, there was rumors a long time ago that, like, Hitler's brain was still alive or, like, uh, Ted Williams and the, the cryogenically frozen shit. But Michael Jackson's brain in a jar seems like, like quite the natu- uh, national treasure. Mm. Like, uh, what's the chamber he was in? A hyperbaric chamber. They should have it in there. Yeah. Just keep keep his brain in there. Yeah, keep the oxygen pumping. They should put it in the body of somebody else. Like, like take like Joy Fatone. Like Blanket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> blanket doesn't have much going up upstairs. <laughs> just blanket out. So open, you know, vessel for it. Just put it in. Yeah, I think that's one of those things that like 300 years out, like they'll be, they'll know the, the human brain, be able to take it yeah. apart and figure out what's going on. Yeah. And they, they can just like stick it in Peter Boyle's body and have him uh, dance around. Yeah, who cares if his brain's with him when he's, bar- I mean, he's dead. It doesn't matter. You're dead. Yeah. It's exactly. like, if, you know, if you're donating organs anyway, that's just not going to be there. I like it. We've got <laughs> Speaking to the- of that, is anyone donating organs? Of course I am. I'm a donor. Who really? wouldn't be? Are you a donor, Buck? I don't believe you. Show me your card. I'll share my card. <laughs> I know. It's it's in my wallet inside the house, but I will guarantee you... It says donor. Why aren't you, Buck? I don't know. I think You're not I a donor? Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. Carrie, you a donor? Depends on, depends on how I feel when I, I go I don't understand why you wouldn't be. Yeah. I don't, I don't get that either. I think everybody... I think if I see somebody's ID and they're not a donor, I'm like, what the Selfish fuck's wrong with you? Or yeah, a creepy religious. Yeah, I'm a donor. Yeah. This what year, is this, this photo? <laughs> what? Where'd your hair go? <laughs> oh, you boy. have such like cute curly hair now, and yeah. this guy is just slick back. Oh, it's slicked. It's not a uh, buzz cut or shaved back. or whatever. But this is me in a uh, 2000. Oh, this Camino. is this works all really good on podcast. Yeah. By yeah, the way, the <laughs> photos we're, <laughs> we're showing on. He's the show. a Gemini, June third. So Edit okay. here. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better po- photo. Yeah. You look distrustful of the El Camino College uh, system here. All right, real quick, what's the date yeah. on Buck Perez's junior college ID? Uh, what? What's the What's the year on that? The ex- expiration date. What's the year that you took your junior college photo? <laughs> the on? expiration date. What's no. the year? Oh, I think it expires in 00. <laughs> oh oh. Uh, oh. One twelve of oh oh. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. All right, good. This wasn't like expiring next week. I had a very junior college. Very, you know, historic run at the college system. (laughs) 
I relinquished myself from it, you know, <laughs> the confines of it. Yeah. Wow, you freed yourself. From the yes, junior, junior college. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. From the cold, horrible. hard grip. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Of the apathetic, bureaucratic yeah, administration no. of uh, community it, no. college. Yeah, was but, not into did it. Did they try and get you back? No, they never tried to recruit me back <laughs> <laughs> for some odd reason. They had enough of me. I went to that years. junior college for a little while, and you would literally find people drinking 40s on the campus. Mm. All right, what else we got here, uh, Kira? Okay. Another one from Perez Hilton. Should I do this in Australian accent? Yeah. What, do you, what do you say, everybody? Same guy. Yeah, same guy. Let's do it in English. English accent, okay. Reports claim that Michael's father, Joe, along with MJ's brothers, Jermaine, Tito, Marlon, and Jackie, want to tour the Jackson 5 with their brother, Michael, performing alongside them as a hologram. Nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, will I am? I'm That's paying. I'm, I'm paying awful. upwards of $200 for this show. <laughs> you know what I might do? And I really could care less about this whole thing. Imagine going to the Staples Center and seeing Michael performing <laughs> as a hologram <laughs> and with the existing Jacksons behind him. Yeah, like, This would be way... Jamone. Hold this on, is the chick there? The chick with all the crazy... Latoya? Yeah, oh, she's not on this list. This would be the equivalent of, you know, at the end of... Um, when, when you go on the, the Haunted Mansion, at the end they have that hologram next right. to you. It's the ghost sitting next to you in the chair. It's be like a whole show of the best Michael Jackson performances <laughs> with people trying to synchronize dance with him. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all like 50. Yeah. Trying to get down in a Staples Center full of screaming people and you're watching Michael from his like glory days go across the Staples Center floor. This would be the greatest thing. I mean, I'm... I wonder you know, why they haven't done this yet. Like, I don't take psychedelics anymore, but I would <laughs> definitely shroom out for a night of the hologram Michael Jackson. That would be the scariest thing imaginable. All I gotta do is take Captain Neo... 3D it out to today and have you jump in there with them. Buck, you going to that show? Captain Neo? No, you did the Michael Jackson at the Staples. You know, I'll get tickets front row to see Michael Jackson uh, hologramming it up. Like, trying to be Will I Am. Yeah, I'm there. I'd like to have Wolf Blitzer announce him. All right, what else we got here, Karen? Okay, I'm really digging this next one. Michael Jackson is still alive, just like Elvis. There have been rumors galore that the King of Pop, just like the King, (laughs) faked his own death to escape the pressures of fame. Some say he's living in an underground bunker with Elvis. What the f- no. One crazy fan says she saw him flying by jetpack to the LA airport, while a cleaner at the hospital where he died claims he saw MJ running out the back door disguised as a nun just minutes after he was declared dead. It was like the town. Oh, well, if he was declared as a nun by a cleaner, that seems like it's true. This is true. We've talked about this before on the show where um, it was a a report in the Weekly World News and uh, they said that Michael and Elvis were hanging out and it was like, how's it going there, seems plausible. How's it going there, MJ? You guys want to have a peanut butter and banana sandwich? Yes, Elvis. I'd like that. Creepy. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I'd rather Elvis were still alive than Michael Jackson. Really? Yep. Way, way dig, dig Elvis, Elvis way harder. Yeah, I dig, dig, dig the Elvis too. 
My mom wrote a great play when I was younger, and uh, it was about uh, the ghost of Elvis coming to visit a um, lonely woman on Christmas Eve. <laughs> and, uh, that's, wait, that sounds like the greatest story. It of is all the time. greatest play of all time. It's called Christmas with Elvis, and it's the de- the debauched version of Elvis. So he's you know fat, drunk Elvis, pilled out, and he yeah. comes to visit this lonely single girl. Excuse me, do I have any Percocet here? Exactly I heard there's that. some Percocet in this house. Exactly that. A lot of love me tender. Um, but because of that, and the play ran and, and got an extended run, we got all this Elvis paraphernalia from all her friends, like just people you know as jokes would just give us all this Elvis shit so my mom was like what the fuck do I do with all this made us an Elvis shrine so I grew up with an Elvis shrine in my living room like velvet painting of Elvis the Mm. velvet pillows of Elvis like all sorts of shit so that was my um my, my normal childhood. Have you seen my Elvis painting? I have not. We yeah. got one at a garage sale recently. I'm going to put oh, it up in my yeah, living room. It's in yeah. The yeah. Yeah. We have, have a fat Elvis. the piano. Yeah. I, no, I literally, I have one. It was a, a, my wife's friend found one at a garage sale. And so they bought it and they gave it to me like for our wedding. Awesome. So it's going to go in our living room. The sad thing is Elvis is not crying, but oh. I want to, so, so Elvis, like you're a lonely middle-aged woman. Mm-hmm. Like my my mother has Elvis's autograph that she actually wow. she went to the bathroom, Elvis came out of Graceland and signed autographs. Oh, cool! And my mom missed meeting the king, but her her best friend who was at my wedding uh, met the king. Huh? I was like, so I hear you surround here with some cats. You're what? You know, I mean, you're the you're the middle aged woman, Elvis. right? And Elvis comes to the door, yeah, pilled and he looks out. a little disheveled, pilled out, yeah, pilled out, mm-hmm. and he's in his like seventy seven, like live in Hawaii, nice, like uh, or maybe uh, I think it's seventy three, live in Hawaii outfit. It's a little tattered because mm. he's been wearing it for a while, for sure. Kind of like it's peanut uh, butter on that stains on that, yeah, like kind of like somebody from like uh, uh was it, uh, the the Dick, the Dickens Christmas story. Was a, Excuse me, hurry, hurry! I had some Percocet here. You seem to have a lot of cats in this house, lady. I just, I just came out to wish her a Merry Christmas. Is that you, Elvis? That's me. Come in for a while. Yeah, I don't know how I got here. I think I'm in Chicago somehow. I just got off the L. <laughs> yeah. I just got. I hear the Cubs aren't doing too good this year, honey. What's going on? I don't know. I don't care about sports. This is. This oh. is the play. <laughs> you don't care about sports. You, you, you got anywhere? Uh, you got any Percocet or any volumes here in your? Definitely. Come on in. Uh, you, you, can you cook a this little? Is a little sadly true to life. I haven't had uh, any good peanut butter and banana sandwiches for some time in my life. I don't cook. Sorry. Oh boy. <laughs> Buck, want to play Elvis? No, I'm not down with this. <laughs> not down with this. I'm not down with this. <laughs> this cat here is licking all my testicles. Elvis just wants a Percocet. What do you got here, honey? Well, you've got to trade one for the other, my Sorry. friend. Anything else in the uh, Michael Jackson conspiracy? There's two uh, more, baby. All right. The babies. Oliver Twist fathered Michael Jackson's daughter? Michael question that. mark? Oh. Speaking of Charles Dickens. Yeah. Former child star Mark Lester told News of the World, quote, I gave Michael my sperm so that he could have kids, and I believe Paris is my daughter. This is believable. He says Paris bears a striking resemblance to his own daughter and has called for a DNA test. Mm. That seems like evidence enough. Wino, visited by Michael... Oh, wait, 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 oh wait, wait. sorry. I was just skipping by that because it was so ludicrous. Well, no. <laughs> think about this. Think about it this way. Michael Jackson... Loved children. And he probably loved children's movies. Like, he did, like, the E.T. soundtrack, all this stuff. He probably loved children's he movies. Did? Yeah. Uh, the Well, he did the um, the book and tape. He won, like, a, yeah. a Grammy for the book and tape, which is really moving if you listen to it. Um, so, so Michael did that. Now, you figure Michael... Which Todd has on his iPod <laughs> yeah. right now. I have it on tape. Just, just go to sleep. Up. But you figure this. 
No, it's really moving when Michael like does the whole <laughs> ET story. When he does the corn patch scene. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's ET like, runs through. He's talking about ET like the, the, the moon stuff and it's like whoo and he does it's <laughs> He won a Grammy for it, man. Like right. Spielberg so, asked him to do so it. So he it's, actually does a, it's a great, <laughs> like, in in the ET. Yes. Wow. It's amazing. And <laughs> so what happens is, think about it this way: Michael mm. Jackson loves children, and if Oliver, the 1968 Oliver that won all the Academy Awards, if the kid he found to be an attractive child, wouldn't he <laughs> want to buy the semen? Of this big time child That's actor illegal. to make the kid because he wasn't into like boning, uh, you know, straight yeah. wise, you know, so he was using somebody else's sperm. So maybe he'd find an attractive child to want to have a child that looked just like the cute kid who played Oliver. This doesn't sound crazy to me. It's not far Doesn't it? I mean, it sounds crazy in general, but not in the Michael Jackson world where all these things you are You do possible. know a lot about this world. Right. Share your bit. You're leaving and breathing it. All right, what else we got here, Kier? One last one. I can't believe nobody backed me up on that. No. Sorry. You love Macaulay Culkin. Don't you think you want Macaulay Culkin's sperm to like put in like the yeah, fact like check? Yeah, like that would be... The, no, that, there's, just, there's no way... No. He's, it's a he, weird conversation. All people, once you get to a certain point of money and power, you get into uh, genetics. It's like Hitler. He's like, well, let me take the cute kid from Oliver or let mm. me take Macaulay Culkin and take the sperm and stick it into the, the fat chick who's working at the plastic surgeon's reception office that I married, Debbie Rowe, Could and you, make a kid. Could you do an impression of Hitler saying Macaulay Culkin? Nigel, Macaulay. I don't do Hitler. <laughs> Come on. Well, that's a strong, strong stance, Todd. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I will never do... Wait. <laughs> I think you have before. No? Exactly. All right, Kira, what else we got? Way gay arms happening with that, by the way. <laughs> Hitler had gay arms. Way effeminate. <laughs> Wait, this from the woman. Oh my who- God! Chelsea Peretti does the best uh, bit on what if not? What if uh, Hitler were like spoke like a surfer dude? Like would it, would would World War Two have ever happened? Would the Holocaust have happened? Like, come on, bros, just like gas him or whatever. <laughs> this is all about his like incredible um, ability to rally the crowd. Anyway, Chelsea can do it a lot better than I can. I can't really remember the bit. Yeah, surfers never really get a crowd going. We got anything else in there? Uh, yeah, yeah. Why no? Visited by Michael Jackson's ghost. Drug addict slash musician. <laughs> nice that drug addict was first. Mm. Drug addict slash musician Amy Winehouse says the ghost of Michael Jackson paid her a visit to tell her to straighten out. Straighten out. Hmm, don't suppose she was on drugs when that supernatural visit occurred? What, is this a news story or did you write this? <laughs> no, no, I, I found this says. online. Mm, I definitely would believe that she claimed to have been visited by Michael Jackson's yeah. ghost. That is believable. I've gotten high many times in my life, but uh, the only the only dead yeah, person no visited me. The only dead person ever visited me was Vic Morrow. It was very weird. Who's that? Uh, it was the guy from uh, the Twilight Zone, the movie that uh, killed two Asian kids in the film. <laughs> <laughs> One person he left in the audience. To you? He spoke well, to there's you. two people in the audience, and one of them doesn't get any of your references. <laughs> Sorry. We'll pick Morrow reference. Come on. Anybody over 45 that listens to the show totally dug that. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like well you're welcome, over 45-year-olds. I'd like to thank Buck Perez for uh, stopping by the Far Out podcast today. Thank you. I was here. <laughs> this is it. Barely. I'd like to thank it. Kira Hisser for thank- hanging mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. But... But thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Share your bed. Mm-mm. <laughs>
such was lullaby Ich sag gute Nacht And I said good night Schon leuchtet ein Stern mm, Yes, I see the light Die Sonne geht schlafen Der Tag ist vorbei When Uncle Satchel sings his lullaby Baba do 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 she says Ich träume von dir And I dream of you Bleib immer mein großer Freund Yes, I do